is the future. This is not the past. The new XFL will kick off in 2020. If you smell what the XFL is cooking. It's still football, but it's professional football reimagined. This is our moment, our story to tell. This is history begun. This is the XFL! Welcome, football fans. This is the week of March 11th, 2018. This is the road to 2020. And this is the XFL show. I'm Alan. Jake. Vince. You guys are you dramatic pauses there getting getting into the show. Get right to it. We got madness to get to. It's episode 6. XFL City Madness. We began last week with XFL City Madness South, this is episode 6, XFL City Madness, the North, all month, throughout the month of March, on the show, we're going to be looking up, looking at cities in four different regions, matching them up, pitting them against one another, uh, picking them apart, uh, talking great about them, but ill about some cities, just so that we could get to exactly which cities in this great country of ours would be prime and ready for the XFL in 2020. We're whittling it down to the elite eight cities for the eight cities that that will make up XFL 2020. Last week, the South. This week, the North, guys. And before we get to the North, I want to talk about last week because that was a hell of a show. Good reaction on all social media. Remember, follow us at XFL Show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The website is thisisthexflshow.com. We ran some polls last week, uh, got some reaction, guys, and the great southern cities we talked about, Birmingham, Baton Rouge, Omaha. But in the end, the two southern region towns that won were Orlando and Oklahoma City. If I, if you, if, I don't know if you looked at our social media this week, but if you had to guess which town was kind of upset they weren't picked by us, which town would you guess, Vince? Uh, probably Birmingham. Uh, <laughs> You'd be a, correct. A, a team that had uh, a city that had a team in the original XFL, but th- did not make the cut here. You would be absolutely correct. We got some good responses, actually, in a variety of uh, social media through Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Birmingham fans bummed, but you know what? It's nothing against the city personally. I've driven through it. Hell of a town. But Orlando and Oklahoma City in 2020, they're going to be perfect spots for the XFL, Jake. And that's that was the conclusion we came to last week. I feel very good about the conclusion last week. I think this week might be more difficult with the North. Yeah, and again, this is just our picks, you know, yeah. our best guesses, our consensus. Uh, you can always vote out there or, like we were saying, tell us on the Twitter or, you know, uh, somebody else where you think these teams should be, why your city should be, why somebody else's city should not be even. Yeah, that that's a good thing. You know, I mean, if if you're in Birmingham right now, you know, who cares what we think? You know, ultimately what – what matters is what Vince McMahon thinks, and he's listening. 
So, you know, whether you're Birmingham or some other city, make your presence known. It's the quality of the play. Last week, we ran a poll on Poll Tab for all you guys and girls. You voted, and uh, you want to hear the results because they're pretty interesting. I think they defer uh, uh, pretty much uh, this. They they went they went according to what we said last week, but then it got in the semifinals. They went the opposite of what we went. So basically, you ended up with Birmingham against Greensboro. Birmingham won out. Memphis, Tennessee against Oklahoma City. Good old JR Boomer Sooner moves on. Orlando, Florida, Baton Rouge. And Orlando goes on. Shreveport and Omaha, it was Omaha. But then instead of Orlando and OKC winning out, all of the listeners who voted, voted Birmingham and Omaha into the finals, guys. Which means we had a pretty good final four for the South last week. I I think any of them would be good candidates. But I think Orlando has to be a lock. Um, I I, I mean, Birmingham still could do it again. I mean, we talked about the record last week. Uh, I think what, what was it, two and eight, maybe worst record, yeah, uh, in, in the league. If that's going to have, you know, if that's that was mostly because people. mostly because Jerry Donardo was the coach. Let's be, <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, they won't make that same mistake. Uh, Orlando, the Orlando, they already have the logo too. I say you keep the Rage logo. I think it's badass. Do you like that logo, Jake? Oh, definitely. I think they should come back, you know, the same colors, same logo, you know, keep it as close as possible. Big meathead just grinding his teeth. (laughs) It's great. He's looking crazy. I love the Orlando Rage logo. Uh, But thanks for voting on that poll. Uh, We'll put another poll tab up on the website. This is the XFLshow.com for this episode. Uh, This is all about the North, but... Real quick, last thing before we move on from the South, I have to bring up what uh, a friend or actually a family member told me uh, this week when I said, yeah, we did a show on the South. Go back and listen to it. If you had to pick one Southern city, what would be your Southern XFL city? And I can't believe we didn't even go over it. He said Myrtle. Myrtle Beach. <laughs> Myrtle Beach <laughs> was on my short list uh, before <laughs> I, you know, before I really trimmed the fat and send send it to you guys. How and the hell do we forget Myrtle Beach? I don't Beach? know if Myrtle has a consistent like they got a lot of vacationers. You know, you got to go there, <laughs> but I don't know if they have enough locals to support a game. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you can make an argument for the Outer Banks, I suppose. If, if, you're, <laughs> if you're talking about Myrtle <laughs> Beach, Bre- Breckenridge, Colorado. This is <laughs> what could a tourist town. Jersey Shore, could a tourist town <laughs> seaside how, heights house house a team, and, and they're solely they're all their support is solely from tourists. Could it be possible? I mean, well, that's, that's potentially an argument somebody else could make for Orlando. You know, I mean that's kind of what Orlando. Yeah, you're right. Uh, that would be great. The the Myrtle Beach tourists. As, as long as you know the league took place. Dur- took place during like you know the peak visiting times um, i'm sure sure yeah. it would be a big hit i mean you're talking february march those aren't peak but they're pretty nice they're, they're right they're kind of in the pocket uh myrtle beach though great suggestion i thought hey also like we said what we're coming to on as for our consensus here like jake said not doesn't matter it's all about what you think so the polls but also on social media if we miss any towns, we don't cover any on our polls or on the show, let us know. Bring up new towns. We'd love to talk about them on the show. I like Myrtle Beach. I think that's fun. Uh, I def- I don't, I'm pretty sure there's no stadium around, so that would 
take heavy city funding, Vince, if they were going to do that. But yeah, that that'd be a that'd be a tall task for them. But yeah, we're Maybe. always look we're always looking to make a new town. I, I've I, I'm going to throw. Oh, you know what? I have one I'm going to throw in that's not on our list for today. That I'm definitely going to put in there coming up uh, today. Yes, the northern towns, and at the end we'll come up with two at the end of today's program. Uh, but before we get to the north, moving on from the south. In between, we have this week in the XFL. And uh, let's just start with our our token uh, website check-in here. Jake, if I were to ask you, um, what do you think's on the XFL website that's new this week? What would your answer be? I I mean, could there be? I I don't know. I didn't check it out. I I probably should have done it before the show. But were there any tabs at at the NFL or the Combine or, you know, testing or anything like that? Nothing. Last week we predicted some Combine uh, critique, maybe some activity on the social and the website. But once again, nothing, nada, zilch, zippo, absolutely nothing new on the website since, uh, well, January 25th when the league was announced. Uh, Twitter-wise, the same. Same tweets sitting up there from Super Bowl Sunday. Kind of surprising considering there was a lot for the XFL to poke fun of when it comes to the NFL this week, especially with what went down at the Combine. Yeah, the the NFL Combine, uh, you know, you had some, some, you know, good performances, no doubt. But what's really been stealing the headlines there are some of the bizarre questioning uh, in interviews with players uh, from uh, you know unnamed teams, uh, asking about sexual preference, uh, past work that yes. parents have participated they, in. They asked them. They asked them if they like. They said, "Do you like peenies?" And is your mom a prostitute? That's what they asked Darius guys. Let's be honest. They, they asked Darius guys if he's into guys, if he likes tallywhackers, what he thinks of them, and they asked them if his mom was a hooker ridiculous did they really so, ask him specifically about tallywhackers um yeah they asked him are you sexually turned on by wieners and i i don't know where you're getting your information from but i, I don't think that exactly it's from the espn years. bottom line you gotta when you read that bottom line you need to read between the lines they asked him what he feels when he what do you feel in your loins when you see a naked man darius <laughs> and then they asked him how much money does your mom Make turning <laughs> tricks. This is this is absurd. It's really uncalled for. This I can't is a, the, in an extreme football league. They don't even ask that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even, even in the old XFL, they wouldn't have asked that. Uh, I mean, well, probably not. At least if they would have, if they if they would have asked, he hate me at that question. He would have bitch slapped Vince McMahon. He would. Maybe like XFL half, players you know, don't take a halftime interview in the old XFL. You could have gotten away with that, but not in the new. It, it's it can't make it. Let's go kick it. it. It's interesting that you brought up he hate me there because I do have some XFL news, uh, uh, a, a brief snippet here uh, on. Lids, the hat company, uh, now has a line of jerseys and other clothing apparel from movies or, you know, fictitious characters. So you may see like uh, a Becky O'Shea jersey. Like a Griswold double zero. Yes. Yeah. Or a Charlie Conway. Uh, So I perused that, that, that whole collection today and there was one 
jersey on there that was a real man, and you could get yourself a He <laughs> Hate Me XFL jersey, either in home or away colors. Uh, so you know, there's that. You know, there, there there's a, there's a market out there for for XFL gear, and I think that's just the, the start of it. Well, that's great. They didn't have a Tommy Maddox. They did not. Unfortunately, I don't know why you wouldn't have the MVP of the whole damn league, but uh, you know, I'm I'm sure there's more to come. Well, you know what is definitely come once we get through March and we pick our cities. I'm thinking, come April, we are going to have an entire episode dedicated to the two players we just talked about because I really would love to speak at length about Tommy Maddox and Rod Smart because they're. Uh, they are definitely bona fide legends. Unfortunately, today we won't be highlighting a legend because we're going to try to uh, keep it a little shorter today, but also focused a lot on these cities we're going to talk about. Um, any other news, you guys, that you saw for, uh, on XFL Twitter or Google? The top Google search when you search XFL news this week is that Vince McMahon uh, is worth $1.7 billion, according to Forbes magazine which ranks him the 1,394th billionaire on the billionaires list out of 2,124 billionaires in 2018. Second year in a row he's made the list, and the second time ever that there's been over 2,000 billionaires. 2,000 billionaires! Have you guys, either one of you, ever met a billionaire? (laughs) I, I don't think so, but... No, but galal, that's a lot of money. Yes, it is. So Vince McMahon definitely has the coin to uh, be backing up this this venture that he's talking about. XFL 2020, $100 million down on it. Still no news on what's going to happen with uh, extra funding. Jerry Jones seemed to kind of settle his tab with the NFL, so I guess we could forget the rumor and innuendo about him coming on board with Vince McMahon, Vince. Yeah, that, that- – didn't seem likely, uh, but uh, and I think we could put that one to rest now. Unfortunately, uh, XFL City Madness. Back to it now. Last week it was the South. Here it is, the North. And when we're talking North, we're kind of talking dead center of the country. We don't want to go too far east. There's so many towns on the East Coast, all up and down the coast too, that we're going to reserve an entire region for them. So the cutoff is kind of, I guess, where would you say the furthest east northern city we have here on this list is at least? Maybe Toronto? Uh, Pittsburgh, Toronto, uh, you know, that, uh, those longitudinal longitudinal lines. Because in the XFL, geography matters. Unlike in the uh, NFL where... You know, teams like the Colts play in the South, which I never thought made sense. When the Cowboys are in the East. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the, the the Cardinals used to be in the East. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, Remember that, that was... <laughs> the Arizona Cardinals were in the East. This and was... the Buccaneers were the North. <laughs> <laughs> Not in the XFL. Our geography will make sense. So these are actually teams in the northern region of the United States and actually Canada, because, yes, we'll get to Toronto. But we're going to start with Chicago. Chicago. Chirac, some call it. If you ask me, it's too dangerous to put an XFL team there. 
Uh, I, I don't want to go there. It's it's a not a good situation. But well, I, one of the original teams was there. I was going to say you got to remember they they had a team before uh, playing in you know old Soldier Field. This town has two point seven million people, so uh, a lot of uh, a lot of livestock in there. But but you're right. Do you feel safe going to a game, especially if it's inside the city limits? And it seems like it'd have to be, right? Uh, the only stadium that would really be usable, uh, if it's a foot, we're talking football stadiums, would be Soldier Field, which is where the enforcers played. 61,000 plus fit in that barn. Uh, the enforcers played there. Originally coached by Ron Meyer, Vince. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, rest, rest in, in peace, peace, Ron, yes. Ron Meyer. Uh, excellent coach, uh, former also coached New England Patriots and, and Southern Methodist University. Uh, but, it, you know, w- we talked a little bit about it last week, uh, playing in college stadiums, Northwestern in the Chicago area. Uh, could work out a deal with them, I suppose. We, we didn't quite like the idea of playing on college campuses. Uh, but you know, you look at it, a, a huge area, number three television market in the whole country. Um, you know, if, if you're looking to get a lot of eyeballs on your product locally, uh, that's certainly a place you got to look. You also have Toyota Park in Chicago, which is home to the MLS team, the Chicago Fire, and that holds about 20,000 plus. And yeah. We talked about MLS stadiums, and the more and more I think about it, at least for the beginning of the XFL, I'm all for sharing MLS stadiums. I think that's a good idea. I think that would be raucous. But when you talk about Chicago and the region it is, it's a huge TV market, but also people from, like, Iowa are going to be coming to Chicago for games. Uh, They come, you know, from Iowa to see the Blackhawks, to see the Bears. If you want to get, if you want to get people to come see the XFL, or do you put them? In, do you put them in Chicago so Iowans will come to Chicago, or do you put them in Iowa so that Chicagoans will go to Iowa if they're really clamoring for XFL football? Well, if you're if you're living in Iowa, I mean, you're looking for any excuse you can to get out of Iowa. So oh, like, let's not I, say that about our listeners in Iowa. It's, boy, you got some great towns in Iowa. I, uh, except, boy, for oh Davenport. except for Davenport <laughs> except for uh, yeah. Davenport I like uh, I, I love Iowa I, I would Cedar have Rapids it. come on I, I would have it on the outskirts of Chicago um you know to, towards Iowa and you know if you know people from Iowa want to come come to a game you know that's great um, I mean, we don't want to skew any of the the poll results. I mean, last week, you know, we were, we were talking about how there's not much in Omaha either. And what did you say? They won the poll, or they were in the finals for the poll? Omaha, yeah, the poll where they were in the final. I love Omaha as an idea for an XFL team, bustling metropolis. And when you talk <laughs> about teams near or cities near Chicago, when you you got Des Moines, Cedar Rapids, anything but Davenport. Maybe Sioux City, a little small. Uh, Iowa City, if we're talking college, I, I, I don't know. I don't. I think the surrounding states are, should also be considered, and and you're still going to pick apart because people in Chicago, at least people with money who are really into the XFL, are gonna they're gonna make that drive or at least at least contribute to the dollars yeah. that go into that franchise. The good thing going for Chicago, I believe, is you know, a very high market. Like Vince said, number three. In the whole country, 
And, you know, there is a bit of a pedigree there because they did have a team there in the past. So they got that going for them. But but if you ask me right now, is Chicago going to get another team? Are the enforcers going to be back? I would have to say no at this point. Really? Well, see, we're, we're, in, a new, we're in a new day and age because back in 2001, if you would have asked at least me as a younger person, there, I would say there needs to be, if you're going to have a professional team, a professional league, you have to have teams in L.A., Chicago, New York. If you don't, you don't have a league. But nowadays, we're thinking outside the box, and maybe you don't need teams in L.A. or New York, but I still think you absolutely need a team in Chicago because there's just passion there in all form and fashion. They love they love their MLS team. They love their hockey team. And like I said last week, if they're into other alternative teams and sports, they're going to dig the XFL. So I'm I'm for Chicago for now before we run through the rest of the teams. Didn't you think a team's coming back to Chicago? Uh, I'd say that there's a, there's a good chance. Uh yeah, they got a lot going for them, but let's talk about some of these other options first. He sounds like you're you're sitting on the fence. You're, you're a little worried about Chirac. All right, we'll move on. Let's talk St. Paul, Minnesota. Yes, St. Paul, the other Twin City. They have a brand new soccer stadium coming to town called Alliance Field, and it's built to look like one of those really futuristic Brazilian European soccer stadiums too, where You've got the roof is just kind of covered on the edges just above all the bleachers, you know, but the the field is open air. It looks beautiful. It holds 19,000 plus. So I think a a modest amount, but enough for a team. And it's freezing up there, but maybe by the time, I don't know, what's Minnesota like right now? It might be too cold for an XFL team. It's too cold, damn it. I can't put a team there. I, I bet it's still probably. I bet it's still probably cold there. You got a population yeah. of roughly three hundred and two thousand. Uh, you know, still Minneapolis and Milwaukee beating them out. But uh, like we were saying, you don't necessarily need the biggest market in the state. Surely, seems like it wouldn't hurt. But I, well, Saint Paul and Min- Minneapolis are. You know, they're growing. You know, you know, they're kind of running into each other. It's almost like one giant thing, you know, at this point, is it not? Yeah, it's this. they're basically the same city. You could throw all that population in together, throw in, even like I said, surrounding states, because people who want to see this stuff are going to go to it and support it, and there are a lot of people out there. If the XFL doesn't come to their city, they're going to they're gonna gravitate towards the nearest city, and St. Paul having the money to put into a new field like this that might be prime for an XFL team. But is the audience going to take a break from peewee hockey in order to go watch <laughs> the XFL? It's a legit question. Yeah, they're they're real big into into peewee hockey in Minnesota. We know this. You know they're they're all they're all into that stuff. You know they're uh, they have all four major professional teams, uh, sports plus an XF or a, a MLS team that you mentioned. You know, the, the, uh, well, they're gunning the for ice, one, yeah. Ice fishing, really popular up there. Uh, 
you know, there's a lot going on. You know, You're you saying know. A, a, an XFL team might lose out to ice fishing. Shopping at the Mall of America. You know, there's, you know, people, that town gets a bad rap, but there's a lot going on up there, despite having awful weather all the time. Uh, it, you know, it's it's going to probably be ready by 2020, this brand new field they have up there. They also, of course, have that glorious stadium that just held the uh, the Super Bowl, but oh, this is a tough one. It's it's a place where everyone travels indoors. You go down, you go down yeah, that's right. Minnesota. You're you're never going outside. It is that damn cold. But these are people who really support their teams. Uh, I think it would work. I honestly do, especially considering that no team up there's ever won anything. This might be their first chance at winning a championship. <laughs> I mean, they only have the twins. Really, that's it. And that was a good a good amount of time ago. We're talking now, what, over 20 years? Yeah, definitely over over 25 years. So I, I think it could work, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say no right now. Not as not as important, and not it wouldn't work as well as Chicago. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's you know, despite being the, the 15th highest. Uh, television market you know there's there's a it, it there seems like there's a lot going on there for you know not as many people as you think yeah you're really stretching a lot of dollars out for not a lot of people i would say economically and that even though the people up there support their teams i don't know if this would get that i don't know it's it, a very, it it's a very it doesn't seem like it it's a hard place to put your finger on the Twin Cities and, and all of Minnesota. I just don't get it up there. I like it, but I don't understand it quite. And that's just ignorance on my part. But I don't know, Jake, what do you think? St. Paul. I I would probably say they're – I would say no if I had to. I, I just don't think they're ready yet. You don't, you don't, call, you don't have to call them the St. Paul whatevers. You know, they could be the Minnesota wrecking crew or whatever you want to call them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, little gimmick infringement there, but it's probably a really good uh, team name. You know what? That's a really badass team name. I'm probably going to put that in. If it's the Minnesota Wrecking Crew, I'm voting yes. Just thinking about the logo. (laughs) Yeah, it's just the the back of Arn Anderson's bald head. Uh, Let's go to the next city. Detroit, Rock City, the Motor City. They have no MLS stadium. They have no more Pontiac Silverdome. They have no more tight. They couldn't. They couldn't take it down. <laughs> yeah, they, okay, they it's right. Yeah, yeah, it's there, but it's <laughs> it's barely. It's not usable. <laughs> Come on, there's no more Tiger Stadium. All they would have is Ford Field because you can't use Comerica because that's in use pretty much every day by the Tigers. Ford Field would be the only place, unless you're building a brand new palace. In Detroit for an XFL team. Last time I was in Detroit, I didn't see much that was brand new. So yes, but, I, I, uh, I don't know how Jake, it is now. But Jake, I know the last time you were in Detroit, and that was in what two thousand and seven, something like that. Uh, it is much different. Is this a different city now? It is eleven years later, and the downtown area—they're putting all sorts of stuff there. People are still sprawled out in the suburbs, but more and more people are moving into the city. It's getting a little bit more life into it. 
it's it's Just, rich people. Rich people are putting a lot of money into the place. Although I don't know if there are that many jobs there yet, but everybody says Detroit's back up on the come up, and that people are moving there. Uh, a lot of hipsters, and that might that might play well for an XFL team. Is but there anything out by Auburn Hills where they can play? I, I, no, I mean you got the Pistons are playing downtown again, right? At the, what about the, the Caesars? Horizon? That's in Chicago. That's in Chicago. Uh-oh. Yeah, in the suburbs, but. There's, I love Detroit as, as a city with everything it has going for it right now. The only thing is, where do you put the team? That's my concern. That's why I vote no. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if they have a – I mean, you know, there's certainly colleges in the area, but I don't know if you necessarily want to do that. Um, yeah, it, they're, they're in a tough spot. I'd like to pick them, but, you know, if you're telling me there's nowhere to play other than Ford Field, which obviously they're not going to, I I guess I can't. Moving on to Columbus, Ohio, not Columbus, Georgia. Remember, we're talking north. Columbus, Ohio, and they have the Columbus crew who play in a pretty awesome MLS stadium, map-free stadium. I can never pronounce that right. Uh, the United States men's national team has kicked ass there before. It's a rocking place. Could be pretty sweet for XFL football, but also could be only there for XFL football because the Columbus crew are moving to Texas, Vince, Austin, or San Antonio, and there's a big lawsuit. I, I did not know that. Uh, very interesting, though. Columbus crew seem like they've been there forever. Uh, you know, I think they were so- an original. Yeah, and so now you got a void there that could be filled by the XFL. Uh, you know, it's a obviously a huge college football town. Um, you know, that is that is the thing uh in that whole entire state. Uh really the only thing that that state has won legitimately is Ohio State football and you know, they may need something to do in the spring. This could this could provide that entertainment for them. And guys, I'm this number just seems way high, but I'm seeing a, a population of eight hundred and sixty thousand for Columbus. What what goes on there that all these people are are living there? Oh, Columbus is a huge town, man. You're talking about this this it's a state capital. It's got a big university right there. It's got all sorts of industry. Blue it's jackets got, hockey. It's got hockey. It's it, 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 if there's an NHL team there, there's something going on in the city. <laughs> they're ho- they're hosting the NCAA Women's Basketball Championships. Yeah, and, uh, uh, and this coming spring. And you know they do have that horseshoe. If they're not going to use the soccer stadium, Vince. That you want to talk about a big barn? Uh, that's certainly it. You know, I mean, you, you that place. Jake takes several country music superstars to fill it. Just to fill uh, it. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't think it, you want to put an XFL team in there, though. No, I don't think so. But, I mean, you're talking about the crew, the, you know, the stadium. I mean, if this I, – I don't know if this would have been built just for them whenever they came into the league or if it was used for something before. It's got to be getting up there in age. But, uh, I mean, so far, Columbus seems like, you know, the best place for a city, at least that we've discussed so far. I mean, yeah, you've got you've got a lot of people there working for a lot of big industries. You got, uh, I think, nationwide, the bank, uh, the financial services is uh, stationed there. You've got 
the Ohio State University employing tons of people. This is a place with so many people looking for things to do. That's why the Columbus crew have always had a really good following. That is why the United States men's national team will play home games there because this is a place that comes out because they're looking for something to get out and do It's a, and support, spend their dollars, and it's Ohio, and that's a state where they love football. So I think really it's pretty cut and dry. This is a place that the XFL definitely should be consider, considering, and I'm putting them in right now next to Chicago. Uh, it's my number one next to Chicago number two for now. Map-free stadium I'm calling for, that, that MLS barn. I'm I'm right there with you. Also, remember, surrounding areas, easy place to get to, the entire state of Ohio, western Pennsylvania, you got Michigan, you got people coming from all over to support an XFL team. If they're really want if they really are into the XFL, I'm telling you, they're going to come from the nearest places to come watch it or at least spend money on it. I mean, you don't have to go to the games to support you could be, yeah, like someone from Kentucky and hey, say, I got to buy me a Columbus, whatever the XFL team's name would be there, uh, T-shirt. There, there you go. There's support. Let's go up north, though, the great white north, even further north than we've gone, the furthest, Toronto, Canada. Do we want the XFL in Canada? Well, I, I mean, we may say no, but 2.8 million people may disagree with us. Uh, but then again, they already have a football team up there. They do have the Toronto Argonauts, but they're not playing in February, March, April. They start, what, usually in May at BMO Field. Uh, that place holds about 25000 That's also an MLS stadium. Uh, it's a very busy stadium, but Toronto's a very busy town. And I think the dates would work out with what the XFL plans on doing. I, this is a tough call. The only thing that really keeps me from saying this is any different than Columbus is it's Canada, and I don't know. But yeah, I the mean, fact that it's very similar to Columbus to, to me. Toronto is a little bit of a different crowd. You know, it, it's not, you know, obviously hockey is the main thing uh, up there. But Toronto, a very diverse city, people there from all kinds of countries, uh, you know, basketball, baseball. You know, very popular, especially what you know when those teams are hot uh, that they support there. Um, we we all know how how big MMA and and professional wrestling are there. Whenever I visited Buffalo, New York, to go to a football game at Orchard Park where the Bills play, there were a lot of people from Canada there. Most of the people around me were French Canadians. And, and came from Toronto to go to this game. So, you know, those people, they, they are interested in their football. They like all kinds of off-the-wall type things. I think this is right up their alley. Now, Vince, I got to ask you, because we know Vince McMahon is listening, and, you know, he's probably open to all suggestions, but this new XFL branded, you know, as a, as a red, white, and blue brand, do you think he's going to want to, you know, try to break into Toronto, even though it is just over the border? Or, you know, try to break into Mexico City or something like that? Or do you think this? he just wants to keep this inside the continental United States? I think he wants to make money, and I think he wants it to succeed. And if that, if he's got to have a team in Canada or Mexico City or Timbuktu, he's going to do that. I, man, Toronto, 
very, it's like, yeah, you're right. It's like Columbus, but quirky, not football loving like the state of Ohio, but fun loving. And man, the six just loves, loves to party and have a good time and get out. And if you look at the Raptors, Raptors games look absolutely fire on TV. They're going crazy, especially in the playoffs. You get a team that's succeeding in that city, uh, even in a sport, even in football, they're going to, they're going to go. They love the Argonauts there too. So. Man, that's a tough call. Do I do I bounce for me personally? Do I bounce Chicago for Toronto? Yeah, I think right now I am. I'm going to make a move. I'm you're, putting Toronto in over past Chicago. Chicago. You said. Yes, that's why I said it's a new day. The traditional cities where you need pro teams, uh, those rules don't apply anymore. And Toronto, if you're going to get the support, that's where you put the team. And I like Toronto because I'm I know they support them. I'm just locking in Columbus right now, but I think I'm going to put Toronto on my short list till we hear everything. The six, man, I'm telling you. All right, moving on to Cincinnati. The rich people in Cincinnati want to build a stadium for a soccer team that exists, but it's not even in the MLS. FC Cincinnati plays in the United Soccer League, and there's a lot of talk and chatter about building a stadium for that franchise so that they can get to the MLS so there is a want for a new stadium a smaller venue multi-purpose venue in the city they're really bummed in Cincinnati that they didn't get the Amazon factory could this be a good consolation prize Vince well I don't know if it's going to have quite the the impact of the of the Amazon factory but um, you know this is a town that I think would do you know very well if they had an XFL team, you know, you're close to Columbus, you're close to Louisville, you know, you're, you're, you're kind of right in the heart of a lot of stuff there. There's not a ton of, of competition. You know, you got the, uh, you know, you obviously have the Bengals in the fall and you got the Reds in the summer, but you know, other than that, there, there's a void there and, and it could certainly be filled by, by an XFL club, I, I like the idea of Cincinnati. I really do. Yeah, I mean, you got r- roughly 300,000 people in this city here. Uh, now, if it's down to Columbus and Cincinnati, I, I don't think they're going to get two teams, you know, in that close. Yeah, that, that seems like a mistake, but I... Maybe it'd make for a great rivalry, but uh, yeah, maybe they be down each other once a year. I I don't know I don't know about Cincinnati. Are they don't they you they the team it's all going to revolve around does this team win? Is they're not going to go. And we see already they don't care about, you know, their pro football team winning. Yeah, they they don't and they don't yeah, there's not this rabid support for the Bengals, I feel. All you're you're they, there's they a cast support. The, they just they seemingly don't care if they win or lose. They just want to see, you know, their their team try to start fights with another. <laughs> I'm, and you're casting a wide net in that town. Uh, you're even creeping into the south as a team in the north. Uh, you know, you're right next to Kentucky. It, uh, I don't know. I feel like if you put it, it more in the heart of Ohio and you play that up, that Ohio is a quintessential football state you're thinking more in terms of a town like Columbus or another town we're going to talk about here in a little bit, but Cincinnati, it's 
you know, I have it. It's high. It's higher up there than some cities. I definitely think it'd be better than St. Paul, but I'm not putting it as one of my final two. Maybe, maybe it makes it past our first round of our polls, but I'm not putting it any further than that. Yeah, I, I would I, agree. Yeah, I, I still think you know you're going Columbus over Cincinnati. Oh yeah, easier to get to Columbus. Yeah, and you could cat. You could just do a lot more with the marketing. And and what you want to accomplish financially, I think in Columbus as well. Um, but also, a new stadium's pretty nice. Let's go to Pittsburgh. There's really nowhere to play in that city except Heinz Field, but uh, it is one hell of a town that absolutely loves football. The USFL team uh, did pretty well there, not too shabby. Of course, the Steelers will always rule, but. I think if you found somewhere to put an XFL team, there'd be support. I can't vote it in because all they have is Heinz Field. Yeah, I mean, there's Highmark Stadium that someone may think of, but that can only hold 5,000. Yeah, I mean, that's... Vince, are there are there any high school stadiums in the area that could hold more than that? Uh, I, I, I believe that there are, uh, but it, it just seems, you know, to me, I think it goes more than beyond uh, the venue. You know, I mean, I mean, Pittsburgh recently had a an arena league team uh, that you know did very poorly. Um, you know, Pittsburgh. You know, it, it, more than being a football town, they are a winning town, and, and you have to win and win at a very high level and be a big event uh, to do well in, in this town and. Well, be With honest. All- be honest. It's a it's a spoiled town because all the other teams have won so much. the The standard it, it, is so a, high. Yeah, the standard is very high, and you know, would anybody care about an XFL team in Pittsburgh until they were playing in the championship game, and, and the championship game was being played in Pittsburgh? I'm guessing no. Yeah, you guys are you guys are really saying what I was going to. I, I know these people. While it is <laughs> while it is a football time, uh, they just would not take it seriously. You know, it, they just wouldn't, and that that would hurt the product. Yeah. Attendance would not be you know would not be good. Yeah. So even though you know it's even though it's my hometown, I hope we don't get one. It, it, you know, th- these people have a hard enough time you know, comprehending college football, you know, in any sort of, you know, forward thinking, you know, so there's no way that they would possibly understand uh, a new concept like this. Uh, It it just doesn't, it just does not seem to be a good match. No. And this speaks to, once again, the XFL, you're, you got to be careful about where you put a team because, you know that's why they probably didn't put it there in the in the first incarnation in Pittsburgh because you put it in a place where the NFL is ingrained, not even just in in a stadium, in, in you know geographically, but I mean in the culture, the NFL cities. Like you can't put an XFL team in Pittsburgh. You can't put an XFL team in Green Bay. It just doesn't. It wouldn't work at all. And like you said, would not be taken seriously. So as much as we'd all love to see that more football hooray for our city uh no that's a terrible idea terrible 
But Vince but we, McMahon does love Pittsburgh. We did hear that in the opening uh, press conference. He does. He does. Uh, now, the last the last city we have on our list, um, before we even start talking about it, uh, let me uh, – what, what cities do I have in now? Toronto and Columbus. All right, let me, knock yes. Tor- let me knock Toronto out and put our next city in. And, yes, I want two teams in Ohio because I think there needs to be a Canton team and a Columbus team. Canton, Ohio, Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium, 23,000-plus fit there. If you put a team playing in the shadow of the Pro Football Hall of Fame, it doesn't get any more legitimate than that. Yeah, it's a good-sized stadium. I, I think it's a good location. You know, you're going to have people flooding in from different areas of the state, maybe even across state lines. Um, I, but, I mean, if I have to pick one, you know, one team from Ohio, I, I think I'm still going to probably stick with Columbus right now. Really? Can't you imagine – how, how how much that would how cred that would give the league if it, it would. they had a team playing right next to where all the busts of all the greatest players of would all time would they even be allowed reside? to play there or or does the NFL have some type of you know no compete clause <laughs> I don't it's not an NFL building it's a it's the Pro Football Hall of Fame now I'm sure there would be all sorts of lobbies and and there would be probably Tariffs and 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 <laughs> tariffs, trade wars. <laughs> I don't know. All I know is that the NFL probably would push back. But if you could somehow manage to get a team in that stadium, if you're the XFL, it, 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 that would it, legitimize it more is, than is anything. This, is this the equivalent of like Crockett running a a show in uh, in Stanford? I, <laughs> I would love to see the XFL. You know, try to invade. Uh, you know, a Hall of Fame game that's being played there, but I don't want to see him set up short. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> so you're saying you'd rather see Vince McMahon ride in on a tank during the <laughs> Hall of Fame game than actually yes. put a team in that stadium? Yes. Well, with the, barrel, yes. With the yes. barrel between his legs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Two hands up for that. Um, but yeah. I, I think it would work. Having having a team in Canton, there there is no doubt about that. I, well, I think that's. Would, a, would you still keep Columbus? Uh, that, see, that's the thing. I'm not sure. You know, do, do you want to have two teams in Ohio? Uh, when the NFL started, I believe they had two teams in Ohio. Uh, did they not? You know, in Cleveland and Canton. Uh, I, I could be wrong on that, uh, but, but I doubt it. Um, it that. It's a very interesting concept. It, it, are you dividing it too much? You know, is it you know, are you too concentrated on on one area? Because you're talking about bringing in people from all kinds of different towns uh, to one to one city for a game. Uh, it seems like you're spreading yourself too thin. That's true. That that's the that's the Market major saturation. Crutch. It is. It totally is. This is also wishful thinking, like we said. Uh, those are my two cities. I know that probably doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So if I have to pick one, I'll throw out Columbus because Canton would be amazing. And uh, I think we have to come to a consensus now altogether. But before we do that, uh, let me throw in one more wild card city. Um, Sturgis, South Dakota. If they played all their games during the bike rally, I think it would do very well. Uh, when does that take place? I think that's in August, isn't it? 
Oh, that's in the summer. I think. Uh, I mean, with only uh, with only eight teams, you know, at least tentatively, always subject to change. Uh, Sturgis would be great for one game. I think, like if, if they if they had a yeah! game there at the right yeah. time of the year, I think that first, would be great. For yeah, first game. But it's a tourist town, there. really. It's a, it goes back. But, see that now. I think what we learned today is that I really want there to be one tourist team. Like the Newport News, <laughs> the Sturgis Bikers. I think. Hell yeah! yeah I mean, may, well, here's Sturgis I, I, Sturgis I, Wild Hogs. I would. <laughs> I would play the championship game for the XFL with Sturgis during the bike week every year. <laughs> that just ever a bunch of. People watching a game sitting on bikes. Yeah. <laughs> no bleachers. A bunch of hogs around Instead of applause, are they just like revving it up? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. That maybe maybe the all-star game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've we've got over eight or uh, nine now, nine cities. Let's come to a consensus and pick the two premier prime time northern cities. For XFL 2020, it sounds like we're all on board for Columbus, Ohio, in some form or fashion. Is or am I wrong? Yeah, I am, at least. I I know I know I, I I want Canton, but if I have to give up Canton, I, I'll I'll definitely say Columbus is a great option. Vince, are you okay with Columbus here? Uh, I am. Um, are you sure you don't want to push Jake back and go with Canton, Vince? No, they, they go with your gut. You sold me on it being in the middle of the state, so I'm I'm sticking with Columbus. All right. Columbus, Ohio gets our, our first nod, and the second nod, who's it going to go to? I mean, we sounded like we were pretty high on Toronto. Uh, Chicago got some good love earlier, but it was put on uh, kind of on the table but not really picked by you guys. Uh, Toronto, Chicago, St. Paul, Detroit. Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, Sturgis. What are you guys thinking? Yeah, I, I mean, I'll go first here. I initially passed on it, but I don't think they're going to put a team in Toronto, really. I, I, I'm going to have to go with Chicago. I still don't think it makes much sense, but it's a, it's a huge market, and uh, that's got to count for something. So I'm going to vote for Chicago at least. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Jake. I'll get on board with that because I think last week we brought this up, and it's all about balance, and that's what the original XFL was. You had you have four kind of more alternative markets, and then you have four traditional markets. And as much as I want to see teams being put where they will all very much get the support they deserve, uh, Chicago, I think, even though it's a big market, They'll be able to find that no matter what, and I'm fine with putting a team there if Vince is. Yeah, I'm I'm really torn between Toronto and Chicago. I I think they both would do well. Uh, I I may, in terms of the fan support, you know, I I may lean towards Toronto a little bit more, but I, it just seems like when you talk about infrastructure. Uh, Chicago uh, seems to be a leader there. It might be easier to get off the ground there. So I'm, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna give a slight nod to Chicago. And you got to remember, I mean, put in uh, if if you go to another country, you got to worry about work visas. You know, you don't want people yeah. getting stopped at the border, yeah. especially for your first year back. 
maybe if the league continues and you want to expand, but you know, that that's a lot of hassle. Uh, you know, I just saw the movie death wish and I'm not ever allowed to go to Chicago because uh, it's terrified uh, my significant other, but I, I'm, I hear it's a great town and it's definitely worthy of an XFL city. So it sounds like they're getting their second nod. Chicago and Columbus, Ohio, the great northern cities of the XFL. That's it, guys? Is that it? That's the list. That is it. So we have 14 cities now. That would be Columbus, Chicago, Orlando, and Oklahoma City. And, wow, there's a pattern there. Did you realize that? That last week we picked two cities that started with the same letter and we did that this week. Is that a coincidence? I thought we were going to say last week we picked one existing team and one new. Oh, yeah, that's true. Did we do? And we did that this week as well. You know, maybe maybe there's something to it. We'll find out next week on This is the XFL Show when we will break down. I don't know. What do you guys want to do next week? East or West? Ah. Uh... Nah, we'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll figure it out. You guys tell us what you want us to do, East or West, next week. But also go and vote on this week's poll. We'll put the eight cities up. You could bracket them and experience the city madness with us. XFL City Madness North poll question will be up on our website. This is the XFLshow.com. Anything left before we get out of here, Jake and Vince? We're hoping for some news. We are hoping for some news. Anything. Give us some PR baloney or something. Oh, yeah, you're right. We haven't even gotten any corporate speak at all from Alpha Entertainment LLC. But if we do... An investor's phone call or something, we can dial in. (laughs) (laughs) If we do, if we do, of course, we'll be talking about it right here next week week for vince and jake i'm alan thanks for listening follow us at xfl show on twitter facebook instagram interact with us the website once again this is the xfl we appreciate you listening appreciate you subscribing this has been the great north next week it will be east west this has been the xfl show